Welcome to this week's Nerdables. This week we are talking Aquaman number one again. Batwoman gets her pilot ordered. Uh, we have Star Wars. I guess there's nothing going on in 2019 because everybody's talking about this big slowdown of, of Star Wars in 2019. Vikings comes to an end with six seasons. But is there talk of a spinoff? There's that, and I'm sure we'll have a few tangents along the way. So, welcome back, Mikey. Ethan and Chris are joining me once again, and I'm R.A. Welcome, everybody. So, we started talking about right before we went on the air. We started talking before we went on the air about Aquaman. Aquaman has been DC's biggest hit of the DCU, or the DCEU, or whatever they call it. I think domestically it still doesn't have as much money as Batman Superman? Um, something like that? I thought I read like that. that. Well, right now, worldwide, it's the fifth-ranked movie of the year. With Avengers Infinity War at $2, million, $2 billion, Black Panther at $1.3 billion, uh, Jurassic World at one point three. That's Incredibles 2 at 1.2, and then That's you have Aquaman at 940. See, it's weird. We think of the fact, I was about to say Aquaman is like this slow burn, huge movie, and then I realized, oh yeah, we didn't talk about Fallen Kingdom or Incredibles 2 making that much money too. Right. So it's kind of funny. Outside of Black Panther and Infinity War, we didn't really talk about these juggernauts of films anymore. Well, you, know, you just crazy. all of a sudden go like, oh yeah. Because Aquaman is like, it's, it's been number one for three weeks. Right. But... It doesn't feel like anyone's really talking about it. No. Unlike something like Avengers Infinity War within those first two well, weeks was just like, oh my god, look how much money it made. Look, look how good it is. Oh, it's been amazing. It's been... Aquaman's just sort of there and people are going to see it and people continue to go to see it. And it's it's not like it hasn't had competition. Right. Bumblebee's out that people seem to like. Um, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is, is out Spider-verse. and Spider-Verse is out. Spider-Verse is amazing. Did you see Spider-Verse? No, I haven't it's seen it. It's so good. Well, here's what's weird is Venom is number six. With Venom eight, is huge overseas. Eight hundred and fifty-five million worldwide. Uh, Mission Impossible is seven. Bohemian Rhapsody is eight. Deadpool two is nine, and then Fantastic Beast: Crimes of Grindelwald is ten. Wow. Ant Man and Wasp is number eleven, and Ready Player One is twelve. Um. <clears throat> Meg is fifteen. The Meg did five hundred and thirty million worldwide. Is yeah. that and movie, I bet you two the movie about Peter Griffin's daughter. Wow! Wow, that was bad. I thought he was gonna go with Peter Benchley. Wow! Just, Shut up, oh. Meg. Peter Benchley wrote Jaws. Well, oh, domestically, bad. it's done. Uh, Aquaman's done two hundred and fifty-nine million. It's done six hundred and eighty-one million worldwide mm-hmm. or uh, foreign. That's crazy. It's not when you think of like big films here. Are big. You have big event films like that are huge overseas. Right. I mean, look at. I bet you Venom is is. Oh, Less most than a third of it. of it is is here in the United States. Oh, totally, totally. It, it's it. That's the um, yeah. It, it, let's, uh, I gotta go back to it. But these are five. What is it? Five eighty-five. It was total eight hundred or eight hundred eight hundred fifty-five. I was thinking in my head. I'm thinking yeah. it's five hundred is is right. is, the, is foreign. What did it make in the United States? Probably like two something. Two thirteen. Two thirteen out of eight hundred. Yeah. Yeah, less than a quarter of it was made in the United States. 
Yeah. That's that's a film, and I said that that film's going to make money in other in other markets. And the great thing is, they probably get more cash from it. Oh yeah. Um, Wonder Woman, its lifetime domestically is four hundred and twelve. Foreign was four hundred nine. Yeah. So it that did eight twenty one. Yeah, it did eight twenty one, but it also did half and half. Right. Where Aquaman isn't. Matter of fact, it did more domestically than foreign. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's a film that connected here more so than it connected in other places, but Aquaman seems to be something that people around the world It says fish people. No, it's women. <laughs> That's very true. The the women on repeat viewings seems to be a very large part of this audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I mean Aquaman's done about half of what Wonder Woman did domestically. Yeah, that, that's a, I knew it wasn't the biggest one here in the United States uh, for for DC films. I think that, and probably uh, Batman, Superman, maybe even Suicide Squad, because that made stupid money before people realized how terrible it was. Um, I think it still made money, even though people realized. How well, Suicide Squad it was. made more money than Justice League. I mean, that's that's yeah. the, the shocker to me is what that film did in terms of. In terms of cash, is is pretty amazing. Batman v Superman did three hundred and thirty domestically, and it did five hundred and forty three overseas. Yeah, so, so it Batman eight seventy three. So Batman Superman has more money than Aquaman here. Correct. That's still for that movie. That's quite a bit. I mean, and that movie had some expectations going into it because you had it's the first time you're going to see the big three. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people also didn't hate that movie as much as when after they saw like Suicide Squad and went, oh crap, this is a trend. These keep getting worse. Yeah. yeah. So. so Suicide Squad domestically did 325. That's insane! 325! Which is still higher than the Aquaman. Yeah. Not that Aquaman's done. Right. It did 421 foreign, so it did a 7, 746 worldwide. That made three quarters of a billion dollars. Yeah, I mean their movies have made a lot of money. No, and that's where people seem to forget that because the, none of them are great films, but most, well, not none of them, most of them are not great films, but they make money. Right now, something like Batman versus Superman, where the projected cost of that was like four hundred million dollars, it probably didn't make as much as something like Wonder Woman. It probably made less or took less than two hundred. Ten to twenty to make right in a film that makes a billion dollars worldwide that works. Well, Aquaman probably costs more because you know there's more Aquaman CG. so much more CG. But see, I'm wondering if it's what you were talking about before we went on the air about like what you were saying with the speakeasy group that you belong to with the Hobbit and Star Wars, where well, even though people know that they're subpar movies in some cases, the three Hobbit films. It's still a matter of being part of that world again, if that's what's drawing people in to see it. But the thing know, with that, DC fans but, want to see Batman. They need to see Superman. On the the only problem with that is, is that that argument is is the Hobbit with the Lord of the Rings before it and Star Wars with the original trilogy before it is. There's a high quality, all but universally loved product before. Right. When they get into it, it's not like Man of Steel was this amazing film that everybody loved, and then Batman versus Superman sucked, and people said, "Well, at least we got, at least we got to see Henry Cavill play Superman again." Right. It, that wasn't there. I think I think people for 
the DC thing is just a comic book thing. Is is yes, they want to go see those comic book movies, and they're big and they're crazy. And as much as everyone says, at some point this bubble's going to burst, and people are going to get tired of this. No one's getting tired of this. Yeah, these are all successful in some way. You know, Justice League is probably the only one that they sort of said like they probably lost money on Justice League with how long it took and everything that they had to all pay the out reshoots, and everything. Yeah. yeah, they may have not. It's not going to be like. Um, What's the one we were just talking about? That the, the Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines right. is going to lose like a hundred million dollars or whatever it is. Um, and we talked about Cutthroat Island that put Carlico Pictures out of business. That was so <laughs> weird. We were talking about cut, we were talking about Cutthroat Island last week again. Oh, yeah. And as soon as the podcast was over and everybody left, I'm flipping through the channels and Cutthroat Island's on. I'm like, yeah, because there was something where we, we were texting about it or something like that. There was another film like this year, it might yeah. have been Mortal Engines, where we were talking about that it was going to lose a ton of money. Right. Um, and then I was like, yeah, but everything can be put up against Cutthroat Island, which literally put that movie company yeah. out of business. A movie company that made T2, that paid Arnold Schwarzenegger in a jet. Hey, Arnie, I, what do you want? I want the jet. Here you go. There's I watched a $200 million five minutes jet. of Cutthroat Island, and the acting you know, is just, <laughs> it's awful. It's so bad. Yeah, so that, so, so in terms of... Um, I don't know what the hell we're talking about? Movies. About, oh, uh, in terms of DC, like they're successful enough, so people are enjoying them enough to see them and go see them again. Oh, right. And I uh, haven't heard any bad reviews about Aquaman. As a matter of fact, I've heard a lot of positive reaction to it. I think it's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's a little bit better than I expected, or it's kind of what I expected, which is not a bad thing. It's like for me, I always go back to Ant-Man. My review for Ant-Man was, it's a Marvel film. Right. And everyone's like, oh, you hated it. I was like, no, no, no. I've enjoyed all the Marvel films. There's ones I enjoy a hell of a lot more than some of the others. Right. But there's kind of this baseline of Marvel films. I can throw Ant-Man, the first Guardians. Doctor Strange. Doctor, Sh- Doctor Strange a little bit more, but sort of the same thing. Movies that I'm not running out to see again. Right. That I'm not particularly like, this is amazing and it's it just isn't there. But it doesn't mean I don't like them. It's right. just that's kind of the baseline. And then Winter Soldier and Civil War and Thor Ragnarok all kind of jump off that baseline mm-hmm. and they jump in different, you know, different passes how high they it's are. It's so funny as I was watching Infinity War again the other night and the pacing of that movie is so well done between where it switches between each of the characters. When you really watch that movie, it shouldn't work. And no. yet it does. And I think it only does because you know those characters so well. Yes. If that if if you're if you're introduced to that film, if you're like, I saw Civil War and I saw Thor Ragnarok and I saw Black Panther, and then I jumped into Avengers Infinity War, you've got to be watching and going, What the hell is going on? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this is. Well, if but you see Toro's in it for half a second and you totally get his character. Yeah. The whole you know you, Well, you you get it because you know who he is. Right. No, and, I, I get and, yeah, that. And this was the culmination of ten years worth of that, work yeah, that, that they earned. That, it if that's Civil War, it oh, yeah. wouldn't have worked. You know that sort of thing. So it, it definitely uh, pays off because it's, I'm watching it and really watching it from a, a different perspective. The last time that I watched it, which was looking at it from a movie making story, right? You know, yeah, filmmaking. If this is if this is the first thing you have anybody jump into this, like what? Yeah, is this? But the only redeeming factor, like Melissa hadn't seen all of them, but she knew the basis of it. Sure. So she went into it and she enjoyed it, even though she, some of it she's looking at it going, "Wait, who is that? 
what does that person do? Because like she she saw Guardians, but she never saw the second Guardians. Right. Uh, she hadn't seen Black Panther at the time, but she loved Thanos so much because she was like, this was a, this is a really awesome villain. Like it makes sense, and he's played really well, and he's got motivation that sort of you. Do you even buy. like him to a degree? You understand him. We understand. Yeah. I don't know if you ever like him. It's it's, it's Vulture in uh, Homecoming. Yes. You you watch him and go, yeah, I get that. Yeah. I totally get that. I understand why why. Yeah. What his motivation is. You know, and then you get Malekith, and it's like, why? Because? Yeah. <laughs> why do you want to make everything dark? That's what it says in the script. Which, honestly, people <laughs> I'm a give, dark elf. People give too much crap for that, because I'm like, that's... We used to take that all the time in the 80s. Like, why is the bad guy the bad guy? Because he is. Right. You know, that that's it. You know, Hans Gruber's motivation, <laughs> that's the great thing of Die, Die Hard, it's made out to be he's this terrorist trying to save everybody. He's like, no, I'm just trying to steal, like, $200 million. Yes. And get out of here. It's just a simple... Which was, simple. <laughs> when you think about it, man, that is not a lot of money for a terrorist to try to steal nowadays. $200 million, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I think that... I think what we're just discussing with earning its place, you know, uh, with, with Avengers Infinity War is kind of the problem that you lose in those DC films. You, well, they you tried to do so many of them that I mean, are big. Yeah. Aquaman, you did earn in a way because you had introduced this character in a prior movie. I think with Aquaman, and again, this is all from this is terrible because I, we haven't seen it. But I think what I what I'm hearing from people is yes, it's big, it's dumb, it's stupid, it's visual, but you forgive all of it because he's really good. Right. You love him in that film. You you enjoy his mm-hmm. character and what he brings to it in terms of like just Jason Momoa. Even as as a dude, you're watching it going, yeah, he's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, he's he's flipping, he's funny, whatever. You know, supposedly it's fairly funny too, so it's got well, the that other, humor element the of other it. Thing so is, it, I mean, it's, it's an origin some film. Of that other stuff. Yeah, it's an origin film, but we've already been introduced to him, so it's kind of taken the Marvel formula in a way of taking some of these characters where you you don't have to tell a lot of their story in the big overall. Well, it feels like group film, but then in the team up film, but then you give them their own individual film, and well, you can go into more of the story. It feels like what Black Panther did: introduce them in Civil War, right? And then the origin of Wakanda is told in a kid's story in four minutes, which is great. And then the rest of the film, as the story progresses as to what's going on in Wakanda, you understand who T'Challa and Killmonger and these other characters mm-hmm. are because that's the story. But it's right. not an origin film. It's not how did T'Challa become king. Well, we know. We saw it in the last one. His dad got blown up. Well, this, uh, but this one's really – I mean, he, he is the Black Panther in the other one. But – they do go through of how of the process of it. In, yeah, in and, and Aquaman sounds like it's the same thing. Right, he's a king who turned down his throne, which is a, is a, a, a portent is of all the Aquaman stories. Is Arthur gives up Atlantis again and again and again. Right. So we usually get introduced to Arthur when he's not in Atlantis. Peter David's run; he's not the king of Atlantis, and they they, they convince him like, you've got to show up. Yeah. And so this is yes, you learn about Atlantis and what he's supposed to be, because it's black. Manta's trying to take the, the mantle and start a war with the surface. So. And you still get the classic costume, to a degree. I mean, it, there are, I guess, there's a big controversy about the gold fins on his butt or on his back or something that people are talking about. Well, I don't think they gave him the chain mail, but really, if you have Jason Momoa, are you really putting a shirt on him? Right. What's the point? Yeah. Which, oddly enough, when I was looking up uh, stories for us to go over tonight... Uh, Jason Momoa. Staring at Jason Momoa. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you got uh, lost in his chest. I, I got lost in his eyes. 
Uh, his Those are in his eyes. <laughs> They're higher up. Oh. <laughs> Jason Momoa was actually supposed to be Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. All the concept art for Drax huh. is based off Jason Momoa. That'd be interesting. That would be, be interesting. interesting. And then I think, uh, like the the post says, that uh, all the concept art is based on Jason Momoa before we met with Dave Bautista, and he was yeah. a much better fit or something like that. Yeah, so, J- uh, Jason Momoa probably didn't want to cut his hair. Probably. Yeah, that or wear that much makeup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. He ended up getting a bigger role than what he would have had as Drax, mm-hmm. and Dave yeah. Bautista does a great job as Drax. And then yeah. he would have had to yell at Disney about firing James Gunn. (coughs) Um, Sticking with DC, this is kind of an odd story that came out that uh, Batwoman for the Arrowverse, the pilot was greenlit, which is really weird because I thought this was already done and IMDb had her listed. Or I has, think we has all her. thought that this pilot was already going through. But IMDb has has it listed with already 18 episodes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wait, what? I mean, I know IMDb is not the greatest resource. What if the pilot is 18 episodes? <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's an 18-part an 18, It's an 18-hour marathon one day. It's the whole thing. And they already real, revealed that she would have been in... Crisis on Infinite Earth next year with the the Arrowverse crossover, so it was just kind of like, wait, why is this? This isn't really news. It was like three things of news this week that I thought were stuff that we already knew. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought they had said. I thought the original post, God knows how long ago, was that she was showing up in the Arrowverse crossover. Right, this one was. What was this one? Earth X? What the hell no, was the name of this one? This one was Elseworld. Elseworld. And then it was supposed to be that in come like mid season, she was. I thought they were supposed to start her her series. Yeah, it sounded like what they said was she was in it, and based on the reaction, they would go forward. Excuse me, uh, with the series. But yes, now it was announced this week, and like this is the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, then there was like ten more that came out. Well, this we just is... kept getting a couple of things like, didn't we know all this already? Didn't we know that there was going to be this? Didn't we know when Star Wars Land was going to open? What was it you were saying about... Um, did you, you didn't like her as Cat Kane? That was terrible as Cat Kane. Yeah? She was so stiff. It just... It, it, part of it was... I thought the stuff in Gotham was shot horribly. Yes. Because it's so dark. Right. You can't see anything. It was so... I thought... I thought the setting didn't do her any favors. I, I, I agree with that. And I thought as Kane, she was stiff. Because yeah, I, didn't, I, think I didn't mind her as Kane. I don't think she was natural enough versus the way. Because she's playing Batwoman and it's not natural and so it works. Because yeah. it's like Christian Bale, who's actually on our screen right now, uh, playing Bruce Wayne in Batman. Where he's just so different as Batman. His inflection's different. Right. And he has to talk about all his names. And he has to bring his voice down here and all that other stuff. So it's sort of, it works for, but he, he thrives in both. I don't know. I wasn't super impressed with her as, as Kate, but. Now, would you, would you uh, watch the series? Probably not. No? Well, you'll, you'll just, wa- or will I'm you just, just watch the crossover? I'm just not even interested in these anymore. I'll watch the crossover. I enjoyed the crossover, but again, the crossover reminded me why I don't watch any of these shows anymore. I haven't watched The Flash in a year and a half, and it seems like it's in the same exact spot. Yeah. Let's not keep secrets from one another. Yeah, we can't keep secrets from one another. But let's not tell Joe this happened. 
and Green Arrow is in the same spot. Either get them married or kill her. Like they are married, but they're not happy. No, they're they've been married before, and they weren't happy. This time, this time, Felicity seems to be going over to the dark side. It's well, they've done that already. They did that for a whole season when she worked for that that collective. Yeah, and she kept the secret from Ollie, and then Ollie. But she Ollie really had a team, but she he didn't like she the team. She really wasn't. It's not worth discussing. It's the same no. show. It's it's yeah, yeah. five seasons in, and I know that's with a lot of shows. And in this case, I just. Well, what did it, you think? Because there's also talk of possibly taking the Superman from the Super the Superman show. one. I'd watch because I liked him. And I liked him a turning lot. it into a series and. Sebastian made a good comment is it looks like CW starting to plan ahead to when the Flash and and Arrow well more important Legends lead. of Tomorrow is done at some point isn't this the last season I don't know cuz I this thought season, this wasn't it's a half season this season's been really bad well, I mean it, it's Constantine they're chasing down you know uh, magical creatures throughout time you know like one of them they had they had to go against a unicorn that was killing people. It was the yeah. It was. Jeez. It's. I I haven't I haven't I've kind of fallen off of Legends finally, even though it has Constantine. In wait it. wait, you not watch a bad show? Wait, and, uh, what is this? <laughs> Gotham started back up. Gotham's really good. New year, new you. It's <laughs> Gotham's ending now too. But. <clears throat> but yes, it does feel like. And, and it's smart because at some point, <coughs> Arrow's going to run out of steam. Legends Tomorrow's going to run out of steam, you know. And end those before you get to those last like three seasons of Smallville, where people just didn't watch them at right. all, mm-hmm. and it just lost kind of all of its, its sort of thing. I can see something like Arrow. Just, as I said, they should make that into one show. Arrow and Flash. Arrow and Flash. It yeah. would be perfect because you wouldn't you wouldn't have to you wouldn't need 45 different subplots to get through 22 episodes. Yeah. Either make both of those shows 11 episodes. You know, Wednesday night is is Arrow night for the fall and then spring is uh Flash. And you do that That's with Supergirl and you do it with Supergirl Batwoman. and Superman. Or yeah, Supergirl and Superman. If you made all those shows 11, you might see them have Especially in a, in, a, in a world that's changing into people that are that are streaming everything immediately and then yeah. forgetting about it, and they're used to waiting a year mm-hmm. or more for stuff. Melissa was talking about the Crown. I didn't realize the the last season of the Crown was two years ago. Yeah, and we're we still have it for another. They're still not coming out till next year. Right. Or I guess this year now. Um, well, that's why when they said Doctor Who was going to be delayed till twenty twenty, it was kind of like, okay, it's not that big of a deal. I when mean, you when you've got a show that is normally runs for the bigger part of a year and then takes six months off and comes back. And then you tell everybody it's going to be gone for a year or a year and a half. That's the problem is people, what your expectation is. Right. When it's Netflix and you're like, well, I waited a year between Daredevil 1 and 2 and I waited a year between Daredevil 2 and 3, so that's not a big deal. But I think that's also the thing is there's so much content out there that you're like, oh, I got to wait a year. Okay, I'll watch something else while I'm waiting for it. And I think in the chase of doing 11 episodes and keeping it, that way is it, the danger that you have in it is something like Stranger Things, where Stranger Things number one is this phenomenon that everybody loves, and Stranger Things two comes out, and really the buzz seems to be like half as many people watched it because it's been that long, and you have all these other things that start to invade with you, mm-hmm. and now it doesn't matter as much when it's a serialized sort of thing. It's sort of like, well, you know, and that's why that's why we talked about this before. That's jumping why on with, point is also a jumping off point sort of thing. Sure, but that, that's why we talked about where. 
that's where you know in in Europe and in Britain especially, they don't refer to their shows as seasons. They're series because they come and go all the time. You know, Sherlock is a great example of this. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before, where you know you have between series one and series two, you may have a year and a half or two years, and then it's just you know when can we get these two actors together? Okay, we're going to do series three, you know, which they're all mini series. I mean, they're three episodes three, or more. Three two-hour episodes. Yeah, um, but we we're starting to see that with a lot of shows. Agents of Shield is now dropping down to like eleven episodes. Gotham dropped down to because it know, keeps trying to get canceled. Half a season, uh, even even something like Orville, you know, it's an hour show. Most of these hour shows now are dropping down to a half of season. And some of that is also cost. A lot of it's cost. Of like Ar- Orville has got to be massively expensive. Boy, you watch that and like it's just Star Trek. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they have a hollow deck, just like Star Trek does. Like I know it's supposed to be, but it's just weird to see. <laughs> does Star Trek know they're doing this? <laughs> yeah, I mean it is Star Trek with humor. You know, it's. I think the only reason humor is in it is so they can classify themselves as a satire. And not I think so too. Because if because it, it feels like, from what little I've seen of it. Because I really don't care, but the way that people describe it, it's the drama parts are the best parts. Oh like, yeah, by totally. far. And the humor is non-existent in some episodes. But if you do it straight ahead, then CBS just or uh, just a Paramount, CBS, whatever, Star Trek just sues the hell out of you. Yeah, I mean <laughs> they do. They they have this nice dramatic episode go along, and there may be a couple jokes they throw in, and then the next episode it'll be more of a, a satirical show. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll have like this one where the wharf character, you know, who his species only ha- produces males. So they're, you know, he's married to another man, and they had when they had their child that was a girl. It's not accepted. They, you know, a girl is like an anom- anomaly in their species, so they had to have a sex change for it. So that was their episode of, you know, how do we deal with this? This one was he had a porn addiction going on to the holodeck, you know. And there's some, you know, they have the humor out of... He just looks at what bulletin boards from the 1990s were, which was, why do they have a holodeck and there's no porn? That's stupid. You know they just use it for porn. Yeah. You know they just use the holodeck for porn. That's the only thing they do it for. Yeah, they, he, he, his porn addiction kept getting worse and worse, and... He ended up getting somebody to make him a piece of porn, which had a virus in it, which affected the whole ship. You know, which in a way they've kind of taken other pieces from Star Trek: The Next Generation when the holodeck has a virus that affects the whole ship. But this one, you know, it's a porn which one, is which a everybody episode. can, uh, yeah, which so everybody that, now can we identify. come full circle. <laughs> the virus um, is vi- Moriarty is real; it takes over the ship. But no, I, I can see them going to. I can see a lot more shows going to. 11 to 12 or 13 episodes. You just have to, instead of having the same creators take up a lot of time, this, the one thing is you've got to find more creators. Yeah. You got to, if, if the CW goes to that, you know, they're doing, what are they doing? Four nights a week of original content, uh, two hours of prime time. So they're only producing eight hours a week of original content, right? Well, if you have four shows that do that, or eight shows that do that, great. You have eight sets of creators. Right. Now you need 16. Yeah. In order to, to put that together. But or then or again, if you have you half can, hours, even more. But then again, for something like the Arrowverse, you can now expand and create other characters. And then your crossovers become even more of an event. 
Well, also, if you have a smaller schedule in terms of 11 episodes, the people that are working on Arrow can then go work on Flash. Right. So you've literally cut the budget of one complete show. Well, when uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. was in its second season and everybody was talking about how, you know, it was just, it, it would drone on and it wasn't very good. That was every season. The writers sat down and they said, look, they weren't doing an interview and they said, we wish we could do an 11, 12 you know, episode se- season. It would make our storytelling so much better. We wouldn't have to do filler episodes. We wouldn't have to, you know, take out the story and make it so much longer. We wouldn't Nine have to. Nine tenths of the first season is filler. <coughs> oh, totally. To get to Winter Soldier, it's the worst. And that was the That's other the worst thing. Scheduled. I wanted. To, this is this is the thing. I'm just. This is the total tangent because I've always wanted to know this. I want to interview people at Marvel and find out. When you guys greenlit S.H.I.E.L.D., did you have any idea what the Russo brothers were doing with Winter Soldier? Yeah. Because the first season of S.H.I.E.L.D. makes no sense to me if you know on episode 19 of 22, everything we've built just gets thrown away. Yeah. Because it's like, and that's when the show was decent for three hours and then everything disappeared. Because I think that show would have been so much stronger... If it opened in a season of, hey, Coulson's still alive and he's running a Black Ops right. shield group that survived the purge. And you just didn't get that. You got nine-tenths of a terrible show that tried to make Grant into a sexy stud. And tried to the build the girl extremist. The, and it just didn't work yeah. for me at all. And it's I think a lot of people feel, especially afterwards, this is super weak. And everything you did for eighteen episodes is thrown out the window. That's the I, I want to know. It's like it's, it's and that might be where some of that riff came into. Oh, totally. Where Marvel Films calls Marvel TV and says, "Oh, by the way, uh, here's the end of Winter Soldier. Check this out. Shield is dismantled completely. What? So yeah, good luck with that. Bye. <laughs> and it just goes. <laughs> and the only other time that it means anything in the movie universe is." is Whedon doing Age of Ultron and lets his brother tie the third season into the stupid carrier storyline. Yeah. Which was stupid because you, you don't... And he just says we got it from a friend, you know. Well, it's just, no, that the whole story for that, that season was him hiding that secret. Yeah. And then you watch that season and again, you're watching it for three quarters of the season following the storyline as to why all of a sudden he's not trustworthy because he can't tell the people that he knows that he has a helicarrier. I don't understand it at all. How you find out the solution of that is in Age of Ultron, and then it's just kind of forgotten. It's like, well, this this major part of your story pays off in a film, right? That then comes back and it just kind of gets shoved under the wayside because it's like, oh no, he's, he he had a helicarrier that saved those people in Sokovia. He's okay. <laughs> well, I think that that's it's one just, reason uh, why they haven't brought Shield back yet this year. You know, it hasn't started up in the fall. It hasn't started up here in the mid season. Is because of well, everything. Even mid season starts in February. Well, true, like yeah. January, February. So, Late January, February. But S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, I, I think they're waiting, <laughs> they're probably waiting as long as they can because they don't want to have to tie into the events of Infinity War. Well, it's just easy enough to say it takes place before it. Your time is so fluid. With well, that, that's like what now. they did with the Daredevil stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, all of that stuff takes place, I think what they said was 2016 or something. Where, so The worst thing you can do is attach a year to these types of things. Oh, I know. 
Um, it was like everyone trying to put a timeline between the Star Wars films. Like it's just mm-hmm. some time. Do you think that with the Batwoman they'll see more of an address of to where Batman went? And well, they mentioned Batman in the, in the the crossover episode, right? So yeah, that he's just... gone and you know she's taking control because the the villains have now taken over because Batman's gone. I had a movie career. No, I'm gone. <laughs> um. No, but I'm just wondering if they'll if they'll like they did with Batgirl or excuse me with Supergirl and eventually bring Batman into that, or is that Batman going to be the untouchable character? Oh no, it's untouchable. They may not have the rights. Well, with Gotham ending, you know, even with Gotham ending, it could be Fox still has a. If Fox makes a decision to end, it doesn't mean that the rights go away. If, Which they, is if they have if they have a yearly, you know, again, there's so much of this type of stuff that we talk about that. We don't know the answer to because we don't know specific contracts. Right. We talk about something even with like Sony. We're going. We're not exactly sure who they can use and can't use. Not exactly sure how the Fox and Marvel deal worked for the first time or whatever. Um, Did you see that news? Everybody was freaking out because apparently Google made a mistake or something. They put in when you Googled in uh, Hugh Jackman's biggest films, it mentions. Avengers Endgame, and everybody for a day and a half or something, the internet blew up, going, yeah. "Oh my god! Oh my god! He's gonna be in it! He's gonna be in it!" And it just—you never know. You never know. That's the worst thing they could do. I totally because agree. I think I think it undercuts whatever that film's gonna be. Yes, you fan service it then. But that's the thing is, if whatever that film's gonna be, if the talk walking out of that film is that Wolverine's in it yeah. for half a second. You're like, well, that's stupid. You would you undercut s- everything. Would you save it for the end credits? If you're going to do it, no. Would, would you, you put it, it anywhere? Yeah. And anywhere like, it is. All you see, because this is what I thought. All you see is a hand, and then you see the claws. No, because... Or do you it, think it just takes away completely what that movie is? I, I agree with Chris. For yeah. What that film should be, in terms of wrapping this up... Right. That's the, that's the one film out of anything that shouldn't give you... Much like Avengers, the end of Avengers, the after credit scene is not, it's just a funny scene. Right. It doesn't lead towards anything. So much, everything that you had before that led towards something, right? Correct. You see Horse, th- horse Thammer? Wow. <laughs> horse that's Hammer. A, that's a different, that's a different title. Horse Hammer. Uh, it's a different kind of movie. <laughs> I said Horse Thammer for that. <laughs> you see Thor's Hammer at the end of Hulk, right? Yes. You know, you see a piece that, like pieces at the end of these led to something else. I think it was Hulk, because I think those were the first three films. Um, or was Cap before Thor? No, Cap was after Thor. Wasn't it Iron Man 2? Well, it was Iron Man 2. But anyway. Yeah, because It was at the, the end, end of, of Iron Man 2. End of Hulk was, uh, was Tony, Tony showing up to meet with Ross. Right. So you're still moving forward in those cases. You have right. the Avengers initiative in the first one. This one is, is moving forward saying, hey, all these characters are in the same universe and that type of stuff. Mm. So, But the Avengers one didn't. It didn't set anything up. It didn't point towards... It was towards... them eating shawarma. And part of it was because you didn't get another film for a year. Right. Until t- Iron Man 3. So you could see something at the end being headed towards... Spider-Man. Spider-Man Far From Home. It may even be the start of how, you know, Peter gets back. Yeah. Because who knows... Again, we don't know if, if we reverse the snap, where are the characters? Because if they're in that spot, then you've got 
Him well, Tony's on Titan. Already, yeah, Tony's because Tony didn't get, Tony didn't disappear. He's coming back. Right. Apparently, but the other characters, him if they come Nebula back, Doctor Strange is sort of there like, I have the time stone, <laughs> not the space stone. So I don't know what to tell you. Um, so there could be something like that. I think if you did anything with X-Men or Fantastic Four at the end of that film... It takes away from it. That becomes the story of that film and yeah. not what hopefully will be another big, epic, emotional, exciting, crazy, dramatic film that brings these characters in the end. If you walk out of it and you're talking about Wolverine instead of, let's say, Steve's death right. and Steve's sacrifice, you failed. Yeah. And I, and I don't think you take that chance at all. No, I, I, I totally agree. I, because I, even the end of, of Infinity War with Captain Marvel, when we knew there was a Captain Marvel movie coming, but that advances the story. The story is she's going to be in the next one. Right. This is doesn't help you at all, to me. No, I, I agree. I mean, anything that they do, because I was thinking about with that when I when I heard that you know that news that they had that or Google, you know, was showing that or you if you Googled it, it showed up. And then I started thinking of well, how would you do that? And then that's when I thought, well, even the claw, just showing the claws, it does that becomes the news for the next. What? I mean, if they wanted if- to do it, they can save it for the next movie. Yeah, or wait until you do, any uh, yeah anything. Because I think that I think I think the the Marvel Fox deal is the reason that um, that Dark Phoenix got moved back up into the February role, you know, in the spot. Because remember, it was supposed to be February, then, or it was supposed to be November, then February. Then they said, no, 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 it's going to be summer of two thousand nineteen, and then they went back and said, no, 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 it's going to be February. Because if you end that and so you it's end, it's actually going to be in February. Yeah, it's it's February fourteenth or something. Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. yeah. So if you end the X Men universe, you know, before you go into Endgame or anything like that, then you do have a chance at you know. I think that's the movie where they think they can still make money on it and not lose it because they had put like this slate of all the geek films that are coming this year and New Mutants is still on it. And I said, it's not going to release New Mutants. Yeah. And then someone else said, there's no way they're throwing away $50 million. Well, you had a company paying you billions of dollars to acquire you. You can throw away $50 million. All those right. people have already been paid. You don't have to make the money back in order to figure out, oh, how are we going to pay these people? If you're Fox... That movie's off the books. Who cares? There, it's not got, the first yeah, time a you, film's been shelved. Yeah, and, and it's not the first time that a big film's been shelved. Or if someone's like, Fox can't afford to shelve it. I'm like, oh, yes, they can. Yeah. If they weren't getting purchased by Disney, I would say yes. They would probably try to recoup anything they could. Right. But this is such a different situation where they're literally making a billion dollars by selling their company. What the hell do they care? Right. But something like I think Dark Phoenix is was closer to completion. It's probably a bit better. It's also a wrapping up of yeah. what you've been telling with the whole X Men universe. Supposedly, it's terrible. Oh yeah, I know. Give them a reason. Like rough cut for the it. The earlier, probably. yeah, the the early screenings and stuff have not been favorable. That sucks. So another crappy Phoenix. <laughs> X Men. Yeah. Movie. Stop so, doing the Phoenix story. <laughs> you can't get it right. Let, let, let Marvel... There's how Spider-Man gets back. The Shi'ar. I don't even think they do that. I mean, it's, it's, these are all written and shot. No, I know. I'm just... So it's just... I know, but it, it just, it's this constant kind of push from everybody being like, well, it's going to happen tomorrow. And I was like, no, it's not. Yeah. 
Because even on top of it, people forget it. Kevin Feige still has never said anything really about it. And the only things he's ever said about it is, I don't pay attention to any of this. Well, the one thing time. he says, until, until I'm told they're in my toy box to play with, yeah. I'm not thinking about them. I've got other things to think about. And you kind of wonder if he's leaving. If I'm know. Kevin Feige, I'm out after this. Like, I'm done. Because yeah. if, you, if, you if you get to Endgame and you're thinking Homecoming is probably going to be good, right? Okay. Far From Earth. Far, far, from, far from Home. From home. Um, cool. These last three films, I'm going to get out before that one, you know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 by Waikititi sucks because it's just too funny and there's no story at all. Whoops, that's my fault. I just like, I, get out while they get his. You know, I, I would. His I would, track record is like 15 for 15, man. Like, why but would he's, he. He's been involved with this since. He has. 2001, but, or uh, X the original X Men movie, as yeah, no, a. No. As a uh, Production assistant. Yes. And he's been involved with movies that had not as well received, some of those Fox sure. films. If I'm him, and I've been doing this, I'm going to get 11 years, and I'm not going to have a single film that is critically or financially destitute. Right. Just about every film receives a decent critical review. Like I said, the worst review they get is, it's just another Marvel film, but people like it and it works. All of the movies have made money. Some of them have made way more than you think. You pulled off Avengers. You pulled off Infinity War. You pulled off Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. You pulled off Doctor Strange. You took these odd characters. You greenlit Black Panther, making more money than Infinity War. Globally, you've done no, it, it all. It's done it all. Maybe made more here, but it's... it's it made more here, but not, not globally. So... Because... You have the first, the Infinity did you have two, another two female driven in Captain Marvel yeah. you know, film. Walk away. I would walk away too. And that's, that's because you know, at some done. point, one of these, it might not necessarily bomb, but it's going to be leaves, something where people aren't going to be happy. If he leaves, it will be either 2021 or 2022. The reason being he is probably help steer in twenty twenty, but not have a hand. Well, yeah, he's, yeah he's that's what I mean. So then that's what I mean because where everything starts. If they're doing so. Doctor Strange two and they're doing Black Panther two, which yeah. they are, and but you also got the Guardians key, three. You got the 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 app stuff because that almost get out of the way before Guardians three comes out. If they actually do make it, right? However, they make it. If they actually do make it, that's going to be the film that I think is going to receive the most scrutiny for him. Because of everything that's happened. Now, it's not his decision. It wasn't his decision to fire James Gunn. Right. It was Disney's. It was Disney corporate. But he's got to sit there and kind of toe the line going, yeah, they told me he's fired. He's fired. There's nothing I can do about it. Speaking of James Gunn, did you see the trailer for his new, um, new film, which is kind of a horror superhero movie? This kid, you know, it's basically the... Suicide Squad? It's, it's basically the Superman story, but the... The hero really isn't the hero. You know, he's an anti-hero. In the trailer for it, they Bitch. never mention no. Shazam. They never mention James Gunn by name. It's from the director who gave you Guardians of the Galaxy and Slither. It's you know the from, author who shall not be named. Well, that's basically what it no, is. Well, it could be contractual. It does not mean it. 
there's nothing in it that mentions his name. It remember, his he's, brother's he still name. hasn't he still hasn't gotten out of that Disney contract yet. As far as we know, they've but never this is, said but where this the is, end of it. This isn't a superhero movie that would be a tied to any, you know, any house mm-hmm. or any any it, no, it comic book. It doesn't matter. He may have a contract with Disney that says he is not allowed to direct another film, or he's not allowed to mention that he's the director of any other film. That's true because or it's not on IMDb. he's not allowed to he, mention. His, his he project? No, he has no credit for... Besides Starscape. What's it, what's it called? I don't know, because it's um, not under his uh, crap. Crap, because I... Yeah, Starskin Hutch is an executive producer. Because again, not, not necessarily oh, that he... Is it can't... Brightborn? Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yes. Is he the director? Uh, he's the no, writer he's and the, director. Ex, no, he's a producer. That's it. He's not a writer for Brightborn. Brightborn? Yeah, it's with Elizabeth uh, Banks. Just overexposed porn? Yes. Bright porn? No, yeah, he's just a producer. <laughs> not bright porn. <laughs> yeah, in that um, case, he, he, he may not... If he's not directing or writing it, which he can't, if he's still under contract with Disney, he's not allowed... They wouldn't be allowed to use his name. That's probably why he's also keeping his name off of any right. advertising or anything like that. Yeah, because he can't really do anything. Because, again, that contract isn't done yet. As far as we know... We haven't received any word or any any press release that he's they've released him. He's still under contract. He's just not doing Guardians three. And they're the last thing that we knew from people talking about is that they're negotiating his release. Yeah, because he's owed money. He wrote the damn thing. I'm sure they've paid him, but he's owed royalties he, on the script. He, and he's also the co-creator of the movie versions of those characters. Yeah, but that won't count. But he was listed as a producer on. Oh yeah, no, uh, he's on Infinity what, what War. Probably is, yeah, but that's the thing is, he's due royalties. Right. If they make a Guardians three and they use anything that might have been contained in his script, he's due royalties. Right. He would have been due royalties if he made it. He's he's his agent and lawyers. I'm sure are saying he should not have been fired. He's not under a con- <laughs> he's not under a morals clause. You shouldn't have been able to. You now you can negotiate the contract. You can cut the contract whenever you want, but you owe them the money. Well, now they're trying to figure out how much money do we owe him? It'll be it like potentially could be fifty, sixty million dollars, depending on how big Guardians Three is. It'll be so, like Bumblebee. He'll be listed as a producer, even though he has nothing to do with it. Michael Bay was listed as a producer right. for Bumblebee, but Michael Bay, even though he had absolutely nothing, right? But but Mike, they touched on things that on. he introduced. Here's, here's in his the difference, world. though. Michael Bay didn't get fired from Bumblebee. Correct. So he negotiated the deal to be, if I'm listed as a producer because I helped create this world, I get X of every dollar. James Gunn has that contract. Right. Disney's telling him, no, we're not giving you money for Guardians 3 because you're not doing it. He feels he's been wrongly terminated, which under his contract probably has been. Because if he doesn't have a morals clause in his contract, if he doesn't have a... You know, you can't say this or you can't say that under his contract. Then he's wrongfully terminated. Instead of Dis- Disney doesn't want him to sue them in open court. Right. They're still negotiating what his release is. Well, the other thing is those messages and were he, there. That's a, yeah. Yeah. That's where his best defense. No, there's there's, there's a lot of. St- I'm not right. talking about defense one way or the other. I'm just talking about from a contractual standpoint. Right. If Disney doesn't want to put his name on Guardians three, which they probably don't. Right. No matter what, we don't want to put your name on Guardians 3. Even though you helped create these versions of these characters, you wrote the first draft, this blah, 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 blah. We don't want to put your name on it. Okay, well, if you're not going to put my name on it, 
you owe me $50 million because I should have made money off of that. Right. Because if they put his name on it as a producer, then they can say, okay, that could be their, their other Whether tactic. he directs we'll it or not the, or writes we'll it or not. We'll put the producer credit on it and you get your royalties, your producer royalties right. under your contract. No, I was supposed to write and direct it and I'm not doing it. Because, oh, look, he didn't crash a plane. Um, made it to the show. That you know of. Well, that's true. funny if stumbled onto the stage. <laughs> he falls off the Smashed. stage. No, plane debris. Smashes into the microphone. We're talking about Harrison Ford, who's on TV as part of the Golden Globes right now. And then they cut to Spike Lee for some reason. Um, I don't even remember what we started talking about, but we were talking about James Gunn's thing. So started that's as Batwoman. And it morphed into all that. No, we moved, didn't we move on? Did we move on? Mm, kind. Well, yeah, because we. I. I said. I mentioned the whole uh, Google thing with Hugh Jackman. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, then we'll just move so on to James Gunn to is this directing Wolverine. 2019, the dead year of Star Wars. I don't know where that came from. Anyways, Bob Iger said they were slowing down. Yeah. But I think he's there's he's two live about, action series. He's talking about films. Right. There's two live action series, a film in 2019. You have the big, there's a big 3D um, VR Darth Vader thing coming out that's going to be, they're talking, it's a whole new storyline for Darth Vader and just be a so big it's game. Change, change who Darth Vader is? No, it's not yeah, Anakin right. Skywalker anymore. It's no longer Anakin. <laughs> um, you also have the EA Fallen. It's kind of uh, ran somehow. The, was it Fallen Order game mm. that's supposed to take place in between well, I know three and four? Everyone who's <laughs> everyone who talks about games is just uh, who's thirteen thirteen? They should bring that back. What did they shuttle to fill games? But you also um, have episode nine, and you have well, you knew yeah. you had episode nine coming. I think Bob Iger was talking about the fact that we haven't heard anything about, about films past about films. Yeah, and it feels like they may take. It feels to me now that they may take that motion picture break while they're feeding you content from other areas. Sure. And then... But there's going to be a new Star Wars film every year. Well, there's reasons for a new Star Wars film that are actually part of their licensing deals as well, Mm -hmm. especially with Hasbro. Uh, Because if there's no new movie, then Hasbro doesn't have to repay for a license. Because Hasbro doesn't have the Star Wars license, they have licenses for each individual product. Hmm. So but all the as new, long as all there's the new, new Star products, Wars content, as long as there's new Star, as, even if there's not new Star Wars content, Hasbro has the license for the content that exists. Right. Okay? So what happens is if you don't do the Mandalorian, then they don't have to pay a new licensing fee. The way Disney has set up the deal is Hasbro can't do anything based off the Mandalorian unless they sign a new licensing deal. Right. That's how that works. But anyway. And now that they have this other content that will generate licensees to pay them more money, they may not need to do a film every year. And I think you just have to look at it in the past of what we just mentioned. What Iron Man 3 did after Avengers, where you made people wait an entire year yeah. before you saw one. In this case, we've been waiting a year for each film. We'll have a year and a half between Episode Nine and Solo. But what happens for a Star Wars film if we, let, we make people wait three years? Right. Or you know, two years at least, if not three years. So. Gives everybody a break, though, too. Yeah, so that's just like, it. It, it because it it's become so oversaturated. Yeah, and maybe also the fact that you have Ryan Johnson supposedly working on films, and you have the creators from Game of Thrones working on films. They may not be done. Right. You may mm-hmm. not even be close. They may have sent pro- pitches. Here's the pitch to the story group and Kathleen Kennedy, and they go, "No." Yeah. 
So we don't know the internal sort of sort of thing of it. They may not be movies that are even in pre-production it'd, yet. It'd be cool to see five years, no films, and just. I don't know if you can get away with it going that long. I think. You oh can. yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Sweet. I mean, episode, as long as they've done it twice three, before. Yeah. Well, I mean, as, yes, now, but now, but as long as you have that Star Wars content for your yeah, app like, or your cartoons or whatnot. Yeah, like but you said, did. I mean, we've, we've always had TV, content in between the films. If you get to that dead period from about 85 until 90, what is it, 91, 90. 91 well, yeah. with Heir to the Empire. Okay, when the Marvel comics ended, there was no new content. Right. And so you get all the way to Dark Empire, and that kind of starts this re-renaissance that eventually ends up with Lucas going, oh, all right, new, new kitty films. You had, <laughs> so that's 16 years between yeah. movies. And then you had a decade between episode three and episode seven. Correct. But you had content between episode three and episode seven constantly. Right. The EU kept giving you content. Then we got Clone Wars as a TV series. And so we always had that content. That's where the idea that the content's going to disappear is, is forget it. No. Marvel's not going to just stop doing Star Wars comics. And especially if they wait five years and they go, look, the only way that you're going to get any Star Wars content is if you're reading a comic book, you're reading the book, or you're watching TV, then people are going to do it. It's a bit, it's a brand that's not going anywhere. No, and did you? And see I think they proved that with Clone Wars, where they saw a whole new generation of people fall in love with Star Wars that weren't didn't go see any of the previous six films in the theater. Right. And so they know that they can reach people with this type of content, this cartoon content. Now you have live action that will help you kind of establish these mm -hmm. new sort of things, and you'll see where something like The Mandalorian, which is not a movie-based character, but also have the the um, um, Cassian series that's based on a movie character. Right. Which, but I thought about it the other day. I was watching Rogue One the other day. I was watching the back, behind-the-scenes stuff. There's no way K2 is going to be in that series. No. He's so expensive. He's going to be in, like, one episode. And that kills me. Have you talked to Alan No, I haven't. It's <laughs> not... The I, I know what you're saying where it's the expense of it, but you already have the computer generated. It's still character so expensive. It's you, just even the onset stuff to do to yes. do it right to put. Well, you had Alan, ostensibly you'd love to have Alan Tudyk there in his stilts, right? With the thing above, or you know, at least the the, the rig where he has the thing above his head. All the dots, all the stuff that's on him yeah. for the whole thing. It's an expensive and long process. And I can't... Let's say it's 11 episodes. Let's say it's 10 episodes. Mm -hmm. I don't see them spending the money for all 10 of those episodes to have K2 in it. No. At this point. And but it just it, it it kind of came to me and I was very, I was very sad. I was very Unless upset. you see him like... Piloting the ship, and he's just like sitting in, in a chair. Yeah, but then it's not. Sort of if, if you're gonna give me him, he's got to be a major part of it. But see, yeah. here's the thing: you've established the K two droid within that time frame too. Do you not see any other K twos within the you know the missions that they're having? Because in Rogue One, you saw several K twos, or the you know the yeah. The, so. I think that you already have it built in the computer files. It's just a matter of having whether it's going to be Alan or some other person standing in there doing oh, it. I can't be anybody else. No, I mean Alan could be do the voice, but you have somebody else doing the voice on set. 
Yeah, I don't know. I just, I so don't, you don't I have don't, to... I don't think that expense is going to be worth it to me. Yeah. I, I just... Out of my head. I don't know. We'll see. I hope I'm wrong. Um, over. Anyway. Um, but you are going to see some movie characters in the in the Mandalorian series. They've already we've already seen a picture of one of the characters that's going to show up. Okay, I don't remember that picture, so don't tell me. I don't remember. And I don't think it's going to be a, much of a role, but it's yeah. But there there's, there's plenty of Star Wars going on this year. We got more uh, idea of what Galaxy Edge is going to be like. Crowded. <laughs> and included a 25% price hike. I was about to say, well, what, I oh saw that. Oh, my on God. The, people the, are losing the, their minds. People are freaking out on the pass holders. I, not even that. It's just everywhere where people are freaking out. And I was, did you not expect... I said this a year How ago. How are they going to pay for Star Wars land? <laughs> of course so, Well, last week, Bob Iger said that pricing would be part of their plan to uh, handle capacity. Yes. It's basically saying we're going to make it more expensive that, yeah. so that people won't go. But they're also adding capacity to the park by with 14 acres. He's, he said that too, but it's just like you're going to have more than 14 acres acres worth of people that yeah. extra they're trying to go. Yes. But I love where people, these people that don't pay attention to anything are so naive thinking they wouldn't raise the price just before. Star Wars has been a price leader for the longest time. When did, They've when been did, raising when did, their prices When did, when did tickets year? in major cities go above $10? I'll tell you when it was. It was 1999, just before Episode One opened. Every major theater in Manhattan had the price hike that went over ten dollars, ten dollars or over ten dollars when Episode One came out. The next major price hike, when Episode Three came out. All of a sudden, films were like twelve fifty, and it was like Star Wars always kind of leads this sort of thing. It was a huge price hike. I understand the percentage part of it. If you have a, if you have one of those top passes, woo. Thirteen ninety nine for the signature plus. It was like a five hundred dollar, five hundred and forty dollar increase. No, because I thought it was, I thought it was already a thousand. I thought it was a thousand ninety nine. The thing I like saw a, was like a five hundred dollar increase. One of them was like a five hundred dollar increase. I think that's the next tier. No, the lowest tier was like eight ninety nine. I think. Well, no, the lowest, the lowest tier goes up by I think it's less than a hundred dollars or yeah. something like that. Where I'm at, it's it's not a huge, but our our. Our accessibility to the park is severely cut right. for next year, which I totally understand. Again, I understand all of this. And anyone that's like, um, this isn't Walt's dream. Bull feces. Walt was perfectly fine making money. The man is not rolling in his grave. He's not like, no, I wanted it to be. No. But the children. Yeah, the children, the children. The children can come in for $149 a day. And the increases in the passes... When I look at it, especially for ours, like with the increase in the in the day price, the day price went up by another thirty dollars or something. Whatever right. it is, it's like one twenty now or one twenty five, whatever it is, it's like one forty or one fifty. So, again, if you have is one that, of those that's lower for one two, park, that's yeah. the that's the day park hopper. It was like one fifty five or something. Because like, like even going to Universal for one day, it's like one twenty nine. Well, Universal's out of control. Yeah. But people forget, Universal, and it's like a quarter of the size. Well, it's also Universal is going through its billion-dollar renovation too. Yeah. This is something they talked about two years ago. Right. They're spending a ton of money between Harry Potter Jurassic and World. doing that, and they're redoing Jurassic World, mm -hmm. and they keep kind of they adding did stuff. The Shrek or the they're DreamWorks animation. That... They're attempting to figure out what they can do with the back lot. Not as many people use the back lot anymore. They've talked about adding rides and stuff like that. There's a big thing that they're going through, but part of the problem with Universal is. They're not getting seed money from someplace else. Right. So 
there there's not as much where Disney is going. We can front load all of this, and then as it gets there, we got to pay everybody back on the, the back end. So every, and they're building a new parking structure, and you're doing all of this, and it's just like uh, it's been it's been it's been a long day from all of it. Because even Melissa's like, I don't know if we should do the passes again. I said, look at the price versus what we would pay per day. Right. Well, we're blocked. I said, but we're blocked for this year. We knew we were going to be. June, we're blocked. August, we're last week we usually get an August is blocked. All the Fridays in September and October, mm-hmm. oh, we don't go on Fridays. That's fine. We'll figure it out. Yes, if next year they tell us again, you can't go in June, you can't go in August, you can't go in September, then we may think, okay, it's time to lose. Well, but, we were even talking today about... Luckily, my, my renewal came just before this. <laughs> I renewed mine the other day. See, ours isn't up until May or something. Mine actually, I think, is up today. So. But we were talking about, do we want to go to one of the higher tiers again. Like, we, you know, we used to, when Arabella was, you know, in kindergarten, or before she was in kindergarten to when she was in kindergarten, we had the highest tier. Yeah, and we, go we could go whenever the hell you want. We could go wherever, yeah. And the, the problem with having that package, and Beth brought up today, is when are we going to go? Yeah. You know. Now, yes. You have to, we have to figure out what day, you know. Well, if you get, well, the, the, the addition of having that highest tier, welcome to Disney Talk. Is as if you don't live within twenty miles of the park, I think the highest tier is worthless, because you have to build a day around going. Sure. If you're if you're farther mm-hmm. than that, if you're 30, 40 miles out. Well, um, when we had the highest tier, we but the, the go thing for is, like you can half a day or maybe right. less sometimes. But that's that's stupid to drive down there for half a day. You're you're driving two and a half hours in traffic to get for four hours there to leave and come back. To me, makes no sense. If you're not spending the night or whatever, the advantage of the biggest one is you can go Saturday or Sunday. Right. Here's the best part about going Saturday and Sunday: you can't do anything. Everybody's there. Everybody else goes. So, in in that pass, when you look at the the day, when I first figured out my my first the first time I did the pass, my I went ten times in a year. Right. For the cost of my pass, I spent less than $40 to get in every every time. So I was saving off of a ticket that was $105. Anyway, if I went half of that time, then I'm like, well, it's 100 bucks every time I went. That's right. pretty much the ticket. So you have to be able to go. That's if why you have one of those top passes, if, even if you go 12 times, you go once a month, you're still spending more than you would have if you would have bought the ticket See, every day. When we had now, but when we had the, the highest pass... Before, when we were going 12 times a year, which also included having the parking paid for yeah. on it, we were coming out ahead of what we, if we would have done that with the, with, you know, even going the four or five times that we normally went a year, we were still coming out ahead if we went once a month. Yeah, even, even at once a month now, but almost now, anything, anything above a SoCal pass. If you go once a month now, it doesn't. The economics don't work out. Right. And so the reason that the that when people are like they're going to get rid of the annual passes, no, they're not. No. Because people get the annual passes, and they don't go. Yeah. Yes. And they do. This is a, my friend Doug had asked me. He's a part of the the A list, just like you guys are. And he said, I don't understand how they make money. I said, Here's how. So for Doug, Doug. Um, has no kids. He works a job where him and his wife are usually different hours. Sure. So he goes to the movies by himself a lot. Three times a month is nothing to him. Four times a month is nothing to right. him. Right. In November, he went to like seven films. Eight films. Nine films. He went like two, three times. So, and he doesn't buy popcorn. He doesn't buy anything. That works out great for him. Yeah. You have that pass. 
right? Yeah. You still have the A-list? Not now, no. Okay. You, you signed up for it at one point, didn't you? We did. Did you ever go to three movies? Um, during... You were locked into a year. When you signed up, it's... You were locked into a year. I'm locked into a year, and then you can go month to month. Right. Um, but the, the general point of it is... The general point is there were... You're, you're not... Peak, there's you, peaks and valleys. Right, but you're not... But overall, you're not saving money with that pass at no. all. So... See, if it was that, just me by myself... Hold on, hold on. The point of this is, for all the people like Doug that AMC loses money on, there's a hell of a lot more people like you that paid for it with the best of intentions to go right. to four or five movies a month and didn't, you're actually giving money to AMC sure. to not go to the movies. Disneyland works the same way. For the people that buy those passes, like, I want to get the parking, and I want to get the extra discount, and I want to be able to go whenever I want, and I'm going to go 16 times next year, and I'm not going to spend any money at the park. And then at the end of the year, they're like, I went four times, I bought food every time, and I bought souvenirs because I don't know when I'm coming back. You're giving money to right. Disney more so than what you would have when you bought the regular pass. Someone like me, for, for every year I've had the annual pass, I've more than paid for it. You know, I've gone it, the equivalent of buying ten tickets to go five times or whatever. So it, it's it's those kind of economics really work, and they know this. Like, there's more people that don't use oh, these sure. types of things. Subscription services are amazing for people. Well, what do you think of the or for companies? What do you think of all the news that came out about Galaxy's Edge this past couple weeks? I'm interested to see how the 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 physical Millennium Falcon is going to be. Right. Because obviously it's not going to have multiple cockpits, but there has to be multiple rooms to get into, or else. Well, there's take forever to get. There. Yeah, well, the capacity of that is four for five minutes or whatever. That line will be nine and a but half there, hours. But there are multiple long. compartments within the Millennium Falcon you can go into. They show that you can sit down. Right, right. But the, the basis of it, of being in the cockpit oh. and running this, this team with everybody, there's got to be multiple rooms. Right. And I don't know how that but works. But did you hear the, the, the other things we did learn was that the Rise of the Resistance ride is going to be in the room where, you, where they showed the AT-AT, the at yeah, no, being we knew that built. Was. And they actually move. Well, according to that, they according did. to that, that they the head it's moved still down. all computer generated. I still don't know what that ride is. I thought that ride was going to be like um, uh, Midway Mania, where you would be interactive, where you would shoot stuff. You would shoot, yeah. It doesn't look. But it like doesn't. You're it shooting. looks like Indiana Jones. It, yeah, it looks like you're just kind of riding around in a troop transport as like Imperials. But or they also first order people they also after. had they announced that. Um, the cantina will have, be there. You will have a cantina that will have alcohol. We've known that for a year and a half. You will be able to have blue milk and non-dairy blue milk. We've known that. Uh, there will be... This is all the news that I was like... There'll I be an outside bazaar, kind of like from yeah. episode one, where they will have a pod racing engine that will be a grill that will... That's... Out of all the, all the stuff they announced this week, that was the one that got me excited. That will have that will have meat. Well, I can get my I can get, I can get my steak off of a pod racer grill. I'm there. Let me do it. Um, <laughs> you'll be able to build interact you know different types of droids and stuff that will be able to be custom on your experience within the park. No, what they said is the droids in the park will customize themselves to you, and nobody's sure how they're doing that because we don't have the magic band technology here that they have in Walt Disney World right. for their app holders. The idea is that the droids will specifically know you and that your experience – and this is part of what they talked about with, when you're in the Falcon. So if you're in the Falcon and you suck 
Yeah. Supposedly, the cast members and I think now these droids, when you're walking through, they're like, oh, there's Captain Rain who screwed up the whole Kessel run. Good job, idiot. You know, or whatever. Or call you names or whatever if you suck. Right. Or if you walk by, like, there's the celebrated Captain Ethan who made the Kessel run in 11 seconds. Go, Captain Ethan! Or whatever it is. I think that's what those droids are going to do. Yeah, now suck the problem it, Han Solo. I want a sabacc table. Is that they have... They can't promote gambling. They're already I getting want you drunk. a sabacc table where you can just sit well, down. That's the and point. Play. You get drunk and you play sabacc. <laughs> Either that or I need to really learn how to play so I can just go there and hang out. Beth, you guys go do whatever in the rest I'm of I'm sure they'll kick you out. And then just sit there and play sabacc <laughs> in the cantina. Don't I think that would just, just hang out there. I think that would be like the greatest thing. I, and I probably would do that too. Just spend the whole day just sitting there hanging out. Yeah, It'll be which, interesting to see, especially early, how the cantina works. Because I have a feeling they're going to kick people out fairly quickly because of that type of capacity. Yeah. Because it's just not some place to have people... Just hang out. Yeah, just well, hang out. definitely for the first year or so. Because yeah. it's so, right. so many people are trying to come in. You might be able to get away with that during the week. Not necessarily on the weekend. True. But not early. I, I, you know what? And <laughs> well, no, the first year, because the year after when Marvel, all the Marvel stuff opens at California Adventure, then it's going to take away a lot of that pressure on Star Wars. I really don't think so. Because I, think so. I, 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 say I don't think there's going to be much in Marvel Adventure to start. Mm-hmm. Like, they haven't said anything of some sort of signature ride. Because if it's just if it's just the Guardians, you've already ridden it. It's fine. No, there, there's a Spider-Man uh, ride where you go through and you can actually shoot webs. Um, oh, sorry, Uncle Ben. There's a. <laughs> it starts with him getting shot. There's an Avengers <laughs> assembly or Avengers assemble um, attraction of some sort. That, You're talking about attractions, but this isn't like rides. I mean, that's the, the thing. There's probably there's going to be a couple rides, but nothing. I think it's stuff that's going to start with it's going to it's almost like California I Adventure. S- I on say its a own. year because in that first year, like all the annual pass holders and everything will get their opportunity to go. Probably not. I've already fun. warned Melissa. It may take a year. For Star Wars Land saying, is going to suck so bad. No one's going to want to go in there. That's what but I'm me. saying. Is and that Chris and maybe a few others. Everybody's gone checked it out. That's when I'm planning on going, maybe a year afterwards, just to check it out. You might have to wait, too. I mean, you're talking about <laughs> of, talking about Disney announcing that they expect a quarter of a million people to try and get in on the first day. Yeah. Yeah, and That's after insane. a year, all those people have gone to it 67 yes, times. Those aren't the only people that so, are going. Yes. You have yeah, people but, that are building vacations around coming out here for it. Yeah. Look at, but even... The, the only thing that may save it is that it's, it opens in... Um, June. No, no, no. Uh, uh, it opens in Walt Disney World in August. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there's two chances to go to see. You know, if you're on the East Coast, you don't have to come out here to see it. If that's what you're, you know, yeah. you can go down to Florida. And obviously, Florida's capacity is higher. But than even look at this. This past weekend, the park was closed down from entry at eight thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, wait till Star Wars Land is open. It's going to be like that, but worse. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's going to be insane. I think I think people are kidding themselves when they're they're saying no, it, it'll be okay in a month or two. No, it's going to take no, we've definitely seen, not a month part. or two. No, but I'm just saying there are people that are saying just get past that summer. And Although the, it just isn't for the me, Halloween I say a year, and it's going to be the Halloween easier. party thing might be worth going and paying the extra two hundred or whatever dollars it's going to be. That was the other thing we talked about was the fact that these kind of events they're doing '90s night and Valentine's night or whatever. 
that they charge another another hundred or hundred and dude the, the the Star Wars night last year was like hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah, it was insane. But again, they'll sell that to capacity. Yep. So you're really not saving it if everybody has the same idea. You went on a holiday last year thinking no one has the same idea to go on Columbus oh, yeah. Day. And then you got in there and went, shoot, everybody knows that we're going to go on Columbus Day. So, you know. I'd never seen Pirates of the Caribbean so long. I mean, it that day it wrapped down to the Haunted Mansion, around those trees up to where you get to the, onto the, to the uh, train, back down over the bridge, back over the bridge, down into the... Uh, it was it was like... Uh, well, no, yeah, 170. Last, the, the stuff that people were talking about last week, because when people were like, is it busy is it between Christmas and New Year's? Yes, everyone's out of school. Like, what yeah. do you expect? Um, <laughs> Matterhorn was like 160 minutes. Yeah, oh yeah. Matterhorn was over two hours. Yeah. Like, this Matterhorn's is, always like that, though. Matterhorn's usually not that long. It's, I've never seen the ride, I've never seen the line for the Matterhorn more than 60 minutes. Really? Yeah. Oh, goodness. I've seen it. Yeah, but I don't go when you go. It's like, we go in the middle of the day on a Saturday. I'm I've there seen for an hour. 120 alive. Wow. Last time we went um, during early now, on cars. I've seen cars get to 300 minutes. Yeah, I've seen cars get to 300 minutes. <laughs> like, uh, Space why are Mountain. you in line? <laughs> At that point, I'm just shutting down the ride for two hours. Like, Space where you get Mountain everybody was 190. Yeah. You know, when you see pirates up to get up to a hundred minutes or so, there's something. There's a lot of people that, in the park. It's interesting that they pirates just, is one of those rides that continuously goes. There's carts completely. It's still super popular. The, the the one thing for me that that ever said the probably the busiest day that I ever went was not 2018 but 2017. Melissa and I went on the last June day right. that you could go as as our pass. And the line for Little Mermaid was like 40 minutes. See, and I just remember staring at that and going, I don't think I've ever not walked on Little Mermaid no I've matter when we go. I've seen it go through the whole carousel that they have there. Yeah, that, that and, was it. We went through it. It was, it was like, come oh, yeah, no, we, we, we went there and then we opened. went downstairs and then we went around and then we came back up. But anyway, for me, that was always the one like, what is, if the line for Little Mermaid is over 20 minutes, then I know the park is busy. Yeah. Pirates can have a decent line because it's so popular. The funny thing but with it's Pirates so, is... Pirates moves fast. It moves fast because it's a high-capacity ride that continually moves. It's also a ride that stops a lot. Yes. How many times have you gotten stuck in there? Is a boat smash into behind you? <laughs> yeah, I know. Because they're trying too hard to get too many people through it. Yeah. But it's also... It's it's popular enough that it, it, that isn't the, the best barometer to me because it, it's always popular in the middle of the day. Splash Mountain's a bad one, too. Splash Mountain's... The funny thing with Pirates is... As we again, more tangents. Um, the remember they were going to do max passes for it. Yes, they actually built the thing for it and they took it away. Yes, the, and no one can figure out why. It's like there's no place to put that line. Right. They 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 think they were going to pop the line around the other side. Like you would only go to the right if you had the fast pass, and then it would go the other way. Well, yeah, you'd go back down that little corridor bes- between the pirates ride and uh, and Tarzan's treehouse. No, no, you would be the other side. They would send you up around the other side because if you go in and well, there's they not, if there's the, not a the if there's not a big it. I know there's right. not a big line. Well, that's the thing is you have to if you do that, you have to increase the capacity in the standby line right. because you're taking away what's going on the other line. With Indy, it was the same thing. Basically, they cut the capacity in a width wide. Yeah, because they put the poles in between the line. Left side is standby. 
Indy had all that space down where the camp is right. to be able to send the standby line down there where the max pass or, or fast pass line could go through the other side. If pirates were to do what it seemed like they were going to do, which is you would go to the right, you would go through the little you know, bars or whatever there, you'd make it right up to the top, they'd hold you there for a second, and then they would stop the standby and let you in. Yeah. If they do that, in the middle of the day, almost every day that that line gets really big, they had to figure out how to increase the line in the standby, and that's where those poles were going to be on the top. And I think at the end of it, they was like, screw it, this isn't worth it. Right. And they just took the whole thing out. Um, of all the things of Star Wars that are coming out in 2019, what's the most exciting for you? Mandalorian. Over episode nine? I almost take episode nine out of it because it's like you expect it. It's yeah. not. I don't know. Now, I, I still I, I have a trepidation with episode nine because JJ's doing it. Did not, you that, s- not that Force Awakens is bad, but it's I, I watched Force Awakens. I watched Rogue One like two weeks ago, so I think I watched Force Awakens again like two weeks ago. I saw Force Awakens. They had um, TBS had it on last night. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. And I, I happened to turn it on right at the part where uh, Han confronts Ben. On I watched the, it. I watched the whole thing through, and after Force Awakens, it's kind of like watching episode one through three after the new ones. Going, eh, it's kind of a bit better. Yeah, Force Awakens, it, it's still good, but there's still just parts of it. I'm going, I kind of wish this had more. Yeah, more bite, more oomph, more yeah, kind of more punch to it. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. I almost take episode nine out of it. What's right. that? just goes completely different from what episode seven was it's like all right i know you people well i tried to carrie fisher's brother on the anniversary of her passing Uh. came out and said that he saw some of the footage that they had shot for her Mm -hmm. you know and he says it looks like it was shot yesterday he said it looks amazing and they have way more footage than you would have ever thought they would have had to be able to use for her We'll see. So she may they may tell the same story that they wanted to tell where she was the central. I think they can tell the same story. They just may have to change who that character is going to be, if, if what that character is going to mean. When Boyega said it's going to be a year after, it's going to take place a year after. Uh, yeah, I wish that, I mean, we kind of knew. We knew that. I wish they wouldn't have said anything. Uh, but you, I think you, you even may have said it before, you know, like originally, that the movie's going to probably have to take place a year or more after. Oh, yeah. I said it when it, when it closed. It, because you have to give the first order time to take over. You have to give the resistance time to build. If you're yeah. telling me that thirty people is going to take over this idea through through Last Jedi that the first order takes over the galaxy in about three hours, yeah, it was like they blow up Hossie and Prime, and then it's like, okay, they're here, and it was just like, wait, what? Yeah, no, they'd still be. There's still a new Republic in some sort of vein. We forget that Last Jedi is a very closed film with right. these little pieces. Which is what the originals were. I mean, there was almost oh, yeah. nothing where the originals, I think, succeeded where the episode, the early episodes didn't, and for some people, is that the early episodes, Lucas is trying to tell a story of the galaxy as a whole right. instead of, here's Luke and Leia and this, this, well, this cool dude was, and his dog. They, I always around. said that the, that the prequels took the intimacy of the original trilogy away. Yeah. You know, there was no intimacy. As soon as he was able to. to use all this CGI and make things so much bigger and be able to tell a bigger story. Which is why some of the stuff... You lost that, that intimacy that you had of the crew and the Falcon. How, you know, even how they came together yeah. as, as a cohesive group in such a short time. So much of the EU stuff to me is fascinating because it does that world building so much better. Right. 
And so you have all these other pieces that are going on. Chuck Wendig's uh, aftermath stories are fascinating yeah. to me because of all the side pieces as to what the heck's going on in the galaxy. But there, I said there had to be, or else I'm not going to buy that two days after the resistance is reduced to 10 people on the Enough Falcon. Enough to fit on the Falcon. That they're going to suddenly destroy the First Order. Right. A year later, if you're telling me the resistance is a little bit bigger, and also how the First Order changes... There is something that the um, Brandon and his crew on his podcast, one of the guys there had said that he felt that Kylo, as kind of this force of chaos who cares nothing about the First Order, right, is going to destroy the First Order from within. Yeah, the General Hux is kind of this is the guy who probably should be running it, and he's not. Right, as Ray as as Ray as as Ren has kind of you know absorbed usurped Snoke's power and mm -hmm. basically made Hux afraid of him, that Hux may try to attempt to kill him, and in the sense that Hux tries to kill him, he just starts to destroy the whole order, because all he cares about now is Rey. Right. He's sort of taken Finn's place as this obsessive Rey, you know, Rey-obsessed character, that he kind of destroys the First Order again, because it's not about ruling the galaxy anymore, it's about just having enough weapons to destroy the Resistance and find this girl and either turn her or kill her. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's got to be space to, to give that. Why is she a hotel porter? <laughs> what is she trying? She's supposed to be good. She, bellhop? What the hell is that? It's Chanel Monet. I don't care who it is. Oh. She's a bellhop. Yeah. Um, She's stylish. Or she looks like an award. <laughs> a little bit. Um, Wakanda forever. Um, yeah, so, yeah. A, a, year, a year ahead makes sense. In fact, so you if it's you take episode short. nine out, then the most exciting thing. Yeah, I think I think the most exciting thing for me. Not even Clone Wars. No, because the Mandalorian's new. And it's live first action. live action. That's what I'm talking about. It's yeah. the first live action series. It's new, so it might be the most intriguing. I'll put it that way. Okay, it's the most intriguing to me because I think it could succeed wildly or it could fail massively. Because Clone Wars, I know what I'm getting right in a way. But episode on top nine, of I know what I'm getting in a way. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got a general sense of what these are going to be. But on to top be. of all these other things, Marvel is putting out a plethora of, of individual titles. You know, we're getting a Grievous title. We're getting a Padme title. We're getting an Obi-Wan title. Well, those we're are all one-shots. Anakin's. Are they one-shots? They're all one-shots. They're, the, they're doing Age of Republic, Age, Age of... Because I, th I thought they were like a four-shot. No. Or like it's a, uh, like a it's four individual stories. Age of Republic is the characters from episode, the prequels. They're doing Age of Empire, and then they'll wrap up the year with, I think it's it's either Age of Order or Age of Resistance or something like that, and it'll be characters from the new trilogy. They're all one-shots. Okay, I, I wasn't sure if they were one-shots or if they were just like You can consider series. it like a 12 or 14 part event, but they're all individual stories. Yeah. It's Darth Maul, Qui-Gon Jinn, Grievous, Anakin. Padme, Anakin. Dooku. Dooku, and I don't even think they announced who's in the next one yet. Dooku. This is all they, they announced this at San Diego, right? And then there's a droid. Uh, it looks it looked the cover that I saw looks almost like the old Dark Horse droids comic book series. I think they're re-releasing that series. That's why are they? Yeah, yeah they're releasing the collection of it. Okay, as I was like, this looks just like the. It's in that previews that I brought that is a month late. <laughs> so sorry about that. Okay, because I, I saw that and I was like, oh, this looks. This looks interesting. I, I, I if they're going to do like the old droid series, because I love that series. The Dark Horse one was interesting. Yeah, they they really they've done the collection for Ewoks and droids as an Omni before. 
which I thought I had, but now I'm not sure. Um, it'd be interesting to read Ewoks again too. Yeah, the, the kitty cartoons of the '80s. I still like those cartoons. I know that a lot of people hated them and didn't like them. No, way. people hated them after the fact. Well, even though they watched them as a kid and loved them, and then when they got older, Ewoks are stupid. So, finally, last thing we're going to talk about: uh, Vikings is ending after season six, which is next year. That makes sense. Because we have we're in the middle of season five right now, yeah. so we have one more season, and then there's a. Is it is it confirmed that there's a spinoff or there's talks about there's talk they're yeah. in the, they're they're in, they're always talk about spinoff. I don't think it's been confirmed series. or anything yeah. like that. But no, they're talking. There's Should talks about show. some sort of spinoff. I I when I started when I started watching this series and I saw that season five was approved last year or whenever it was, I was like, this season five can't wrap it up. It's got to have at least six seasons. To tell the story that they're telling from history or from the historical point of view, yeah, that where they are within it, I was like, it's got to go six, at least six seasons, yeah. And you know, I mean, the the bad thing is their season between season four and season five felt like there was something like it shouldn't have been the season ending. You know, it should have been like just a little bit more. Or it, to me, it ended really clunky remember. between four and five. Do you? Because it was like at the beginning of the battle. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you're you're talking about the break that they had, and then when they came back just now, right? Right. Yeah. Because the break they had ended up being the end of season four. No, no. that was the that That's was the, the mid or five. beginning of season five. Okay, but that then mid season five. Yeah. This is the second half of season five. That's on. But TV. that was like in. February or March of last year, yeah. and then they brought back the second half of the season yeah. this year. This year, yes. no, it was that was what was really weird. They so ended it break. on a battle, and then you kind of didn't know what happened to everybody. I mean, right. like you see it, but you don't know if it's like a dream sequence or like just you know you don't have confirmation that people are dead because you have Rolo who comes right in at the end, and you're going, wait, what? And then it yeah. finally you had to wait. He waited like nine eight months, months and nine, then he came back, and it it looked like they've time hopped for like yeah. six years. And you're like, wait, what? What just happened? Because Lagatha's hair went from being blonde to white. To white. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, and I'm like, and Rolo looked like he aged a lot. Too. Yeah, I was completely. So it's just yeah, it, it was just kind of convoluted as far as like you don't know what time. Frame it didn't you're feel in. like it was a first part and a second part of a series. Yeah. So it was like Young Justice. Yeah. Except for we didn't get uh, Welcome to Happy Harbor a million times. <laughs> you got that one episode you're watching and going, um, <coughs> what the hell happened here? What, yeah. What, what the order? hell? Then, well, then, then, why are the outsiders here? This makes no sense. Then it cut. Robin was a kid and all of a sudden now he's up and he's a Nightwing and you're going, wait, yeah, Nightwing what? Damien and Robin or whatever. <laughs> you're going, or no, Tim was Robin. Tim was Robin, yeah. You're, wait a minute. Yeah. These people and then what was it Artemis and uh, and when Blue Beetle shows up and he's like the major part of the story. Yeah, to make any sense. <laughs> Which uh, Runaways season two just came up, or starting up this week. Wasn't Young Justice season three starting on DC soon? It's next month, isn't it? Something like that. Then they also have Doom Squad starting up soon. They had yeah. some Doom pictures. Patrol? Of, huh? Or they Doom Patrol. Doom Squad. Oh, okay. I uh, Squad, Squad because of uh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. <laughs> 
for Vikings. Three episodes to finish Voltron, and I'm holding off watching them because when it's done, it's done. It's, it's done. done, and I don't want it to end. Even though these episodes are weird. Yeah, there's weird stuff. I haven't. Going on. I haven't started. You know, I still haven't watched Daredevil, season I, three. I haven't either. You know, and I took it as a as a omen because when I tried to watch uh, Iron Fist a couple weeks ago, I started to restart that so I could finish it. I got about three quarters way in the into the episode, and then the power went out in my house. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I just shouldn't watch this. Because Punisher starts up this month, the twentieth, I think. Yeah. Um, eighteenth or somewhere between the eighteenth. But and yeah, 18th. I mean, I, Vikings was a show that I started watching when it first aired. Then, and then he stopped. Then I stopped because yeah. my DVR. The funny thing was, uh, I started watching it when it first aired too, and then I just stopped watching but it. But my DVR, I had only set it for five episodes. Oh, and or you keep five episodes. It keeps five yeah, episodes, yeah. and then it deletes as it goes. Yeah, yeah. And I got two behind, and then I went to sit down and watch it. And I'm like, wait, I know I only watched one episode. Why am I on episode five or four? You know, whatever it was. Yeah. I'm like, crap. So then I was like, all right, well, I'll just pick it up when it airs next time. And then I forgot. And then it ended up being the beginning of season three. No. Yeah, I think it was the beginning of season three. I went back and I, I binge-watched season one. Yeah. And I got six episodes into it. And Beth sat down and goes, ooh, what is this? I'm like, crap. So I had to start all over again. But then because that was, that was the year that they had the big event at Comic-Con. Where they did the whole bear, the mm. Viking funeral and everything. Oh, really? That's when I started. Yeah, yeah that's been that's been watching. two years ago for that. Yeah, yeah. It was they after should have done that at yeah. Ragnar's. Yeah. This is the end. I, this is the end of the series. Because that, was, cause that was when Ragnar was yeah. killed off. And I mean, I feel like spoiled. that should have been. It's been four years now. Still spoiled. <laughs> Everything's a spoiler now. But um, I feel like you know that last half of that season really should have tied it. To an end because it's ended Ragnar's story. Mm. And this whole thing was about Ragnar's story, and the, I think dragging it on kind There's of. more than what, one well, Viking. What they could have done was end that series and start another. Take taking a couple whatever years off, come back with Ragnar's sons yeah. or whatever, and sort of taken up. That could from have been the spinoff or something. Yeah. Like yeah. That. yeah. I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see if they do pick up a a uh, spinoff series. I don't know. Maybe the tell. Shit. I haven't watched any episodes since. You the may episode. tell the story of the Vikings coming to Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. Make it about the ship. The ship has its own spirit. Um, but then yeah. also, uh, Nightfall is getting ready to start back up, which this season will have Mark Hamill on the cast. Nightfall. Yeah, that's the. Oh yeah. The Crusades, the Crusades yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anything yeah. else, guys? It's with a K. Hello. <laughs> well. <laughs> Like yeah, I was in New Orleans. It was good. So nice romantic weekend of yeah drunken debauchery. 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 Yeah, no, it was good. I liked it. It was your first time there, huh? Yeah, it was fun. It's it's pretty. So and I'd definitely go in this time of year and not in the summer. Oh, so the summer. It was like New Year's Eve was ninety five percent humidity. Yeah, <laughs> and. But it, it was like seventy degrees or whatever. The only so thing, that was bad. The only thing I'm great sure about the summer horrible. is the fireflies. I haven't seen fireflies forever yeah. since I went back to Nebraska, however many years ago. So <laughs> did you get mugged? 
No, it was pretty oh. safe. No, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. then you didn't have a New Orleans experience. Well, we didn't. New Orleans. Well, <laughs> Melissa said, "Don't go in the cemeteries at night." So yeah. that's understandable, unless you're with the tour group. I get it. But New Orleans used to have a sign when you first came into the city that said "Murder Capital of the World," and it had a tote board, you know, an electronic tote board that constantly changed the numbers. Oh. And it was like, remember, uh, there and used to be. DC's like, screw this. There, <laughs> yeah, there used to be a billboard down on Santa Monica Boulevard. Um, still there. Right when you got off the four or five about cigarette smoking. It's still there. Is it? it and they, it's, they updated it. It yeah. keeps changing constantly. It's like cigarette deaths this year or yeah. something. And it's just. I don't think I've ever seen well, it. It goes based on the, sti- uh, the statistics yeah. saying like There's one person dies, dies every yeah, yeah, yeah. 12 minutes or yeah, whatever. So I so came every twelve I, minutes. The board changes. Yeah, uh, I yeah. came in. I came into New Orleans one day, and it's you know it, it was like you know murder capital of the world. And so many deaths happen yeah. daily, as it changed like three times. Oh. <laughs> like, all right, like cool. Well, that's because as soon as you shoot someone, you're like, hello, yeah. So I just murdered somebody. Can you fix the board? Can you? No, two. just one. Wait, hold on. What? Okay, two. Yeah, apparently we killed two people. All right, cool. Thanks. Wait, wait, wait. Bye. That bullet just regenerated. I'm sorry. What's that? No, no, I'm not waiting for the police. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't trace this call in 45 seconds. Movies have lied to you. <laughs> but yeah, it, you, they used to have that big billboard that had that on there when you came into the city. Cool. So if you didn't experience murder or any sort of crime, I didn't crime, get the real. You didn't get the real. <laughs> you need to go back and get mugged and beaten. You, you didn't go down into the boroughs and into. Uh, we walked to City Park. All yeah. The way from, uh, did you go to all Park? the ruined homes from Hurricane Katrina? They're still there. <laughs> Did you, did you, you went yeah. into the French Quarter, right? Yeah, we stayed to in the To the French cathedral Quarter. and... Uh, the one right behind Jackson Square? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't go in, but we saw... Yeah, lightning bolts. <laughs> Not a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah, anything else? Ethan, Mikey, nope. Chris? We didn't, go, we didn't go to New Orleans. Well, <laughs> I fell asleep. <laughs> I didn't even get to midnight. Beth fell asleep before midnight, too. We were watching, because right after she... fell asleep she, about 11, 15, 11, 20, and the next thing I know it was 12, 45 in the morning. Like, she oh, fell asleep oops. right after she watched New Kids on the Block look like geriatric old men because of the rain. They were doing... I didn't watch any of that. I had... I had uh, yeah, they were trying not to slip, so they were doing their dance moves, and, just, and they were just kind of like oh, so back carefully, and forth. Like, like <laughs> when they would spin, they would barely like... Yeah. I had ABC7 <laughs> on. I was just watching the news, and then... <laughs> it made it look like they were old. Yeah. I had it... I was, intention to go and just sit in the chair watching like I normally do because I don't do anything because it's just it's so stupid now like to try and get unless you're doing something big like like yours was like yeah. we looked at going to it was like Brendan's was like a hundred bucks yeah. and you didn't even get food what yeah it was like or no you didn't get you didn't it you was like wasn't free drinks or something like that you get a champagne like, toast and that's about it you didn't even get that yeah, I think you got it was, it was terrible got more for that when we went over there for uh for World Cup? For World Cup. Yeah, that's yeah. A, when when I first looked at it, I was like, we paid like 25 bucks for all you could eat breakfast for the World Cup. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just, and so I never really, I've given up on that idea. And I'm old, I don't care. But the weird thing for me is usually the the guys that are two doors down usually have some sort of party, and then when it hits midnight, you know, they're setting off fireworks. Do they have three fireworks. doors down playing? Uh, no. I was trying to think of something <laughs> I couldn't think of. That's why they're only two doors down. They lost a member. Um, Lost but more. apparently they weren't home because nobody heard anything, so no one was out there. Like you know, maybe they got killed. It, it, Maybe it, it, we turned it to New Orleans. No, they've been. There. No, that's Detroit <laughs> or Chicago. Uh, but yeah, so I just didn't. I was just like, oh, it's 
1248. And then I was just thinking, I have to set up for my mother's infusion. So I got to take everything out and everything. Is, you know, you know, like, I don't really care. And then you wake up the next morning. And I, it's always funny to read all these people like, 2018 really sucked, and I'm ready for a new year. Is it? Go look at what you wrote on the first day of 2018. <laughs> 2017 sucked. I'm ready for a new year. 2016, it always sucks. It either sucks or it's really good. It's just like, it's just a year. It's just stuff happens. Just That's stuff. it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a turning of the days. It's not a big deal. 2018 went out with a big bang for us. Yeah. A good big well, bang. Yeah, That's true. Yeah, I noticed the house burned down. So. <laughs> there was that. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's just a lot of that stuff for... for New Year's is just like mm-hmm. the new year, new you, and all this. It's just a, it's like an arbitrary kind of number mm-hmm. that puts it through. I mean, you obviously need something in order to, to. We need to find some fun in your life again because you just. Hit. I just, this is I don't care. <laughs> it's, it's just something like people put so much emphasis on it, and I'm like, on the wrong things. Definitely. Yeah, it's like I, I'd rather, I'd rather have more to do. I mean, I'd rather have more to do for Christmas, Thanksgiving, or something like those kind of days. And some, but this idea. I've gone through the years where everyone's like, "Oh my god, we gotta find something to do. We gotta find something. We gotta figure out where we can go so we can get really, really drunk." Oh my god! And I was like, what? "Who cares?" Like to me, just going out to go out is you can do that any day. Well, yeah. hell, for me, coming up here and just sitting watching Dick Clark's new rocking New Year's Eve while <laughs> one of them's passed out. I mean, like, I'm fine with that. I'm, I've done yeah. the New Year's parties. Oh, that's, I'm we've not, done the big parties. And, I've, you know, I've never been big We've done a big party at City Walk. We did a big like party in, in Vegas. And, you know, I've yeah. done the I had to work before, that day, and, so I'd gotten up, you know, kind of normal time or relatively early. I was sitting there at 10 going, there's no way I'm making it to midnight. I'm too freaking tired. And I mean, like, now I just prefer just, okay, let me just be with a couple well, friends. Well, just have a small get-together. Yeah. Thing, you know. I could care less about parties. I'd rather go play, like... Watching on the news, like seeing the Millennium Mai blow up, like with yeah. all the fireworks. Mm-hmm. The, the I'll tell you, I'll never the go to Burj freaking. Khalifa. <laughs> Watching those people in Times Square, like you oh. showed up at like two in the morning with two hundred thousand people. You can't even see the ball. It's raining all day and it's below freezing. Congratulations, you morons! And you have to be <laughs> out of Times Square in something like a ten minutes after it's done because they always have, you know, they go up there and and Ryan Seacrest is like, "Yeah, I'm the best one ever." Oh, look it out. And then they have the shot like 10 minutes after. They go, let's go to Hollywood, something that was taped in October. And they go back to that studio, and you look behind them. There's nobody there. The NYPD pushes you out of there as, f- as fast as possible. It's like, great, you saw the ball. Get out of here. And it well, always yeah. reminds me when, when I was in – it was uh, it was before I worked at Target. But it was, it was me and, and White Chocolate and his now wife and all of our girlfriends. And everything. We went to City Walk, and we ended up going early because they're like – Go at not. We're gonna. We got reservations at like nine. Mm. I remember looking like nine. Like we're gonna be done eating by nine forty-five. We got two hours to kill. What are we gonna do? So we finish eating. We're kind of sitting there for a while. We're just walking up and down. Mm. Whatever. We're standing waiting. There's fireworks from Universal that go off. Yeah. You know, it's like midnight. Oh, that's great. I turn around. Everybody's gone. As soon as midnight hit, the whole rest of our group just took off. They're like, great, midnight. Yay, get out of here. Everyone just turning around, going. Mm-hmm. Where the hell did everybody go? And this is before we any of us had cell phones or anything. So yeah. we go home, and the next day I call White Chalk. I was like, "What happened?" He's everyone just wanted to leave. Like as soon as like, what was the point of going? Yeah. So we went there. You didn't even finish the fireworks. Like you and your girl took off before the end of the fire, and he was just like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> oh, it was, oh. <laughs> oh, look, Glenn Close won an award. There's I'd rather go somewhere. So 
Yeah, no. I'd rather go somewhere too, but it's just now, like, even downtown getting into did, any place. Downtown yeah, LA did, did a big pro- big thing, and it was a big free event. And yeah. It looked like, I, I actually, I was like, well, maybe we should have went and did that. I go to, like, Santa Monica Pier, kind of, kind of cool. They always have fireworks there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, anyways, we've been. <laughs> Happy That's New, New Year's. Year's. Happy Woo! New Year's. We wish it would be prosperous 2019, which will be exactly the same as 2018. <laughs> so. Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris, Mikey, and Ethan, I'm R.A. Singh. We'll talk to you next week. Woo-hoo.